You're listening to Songs Out Loud from St. Louis, Missouri. I'm Aaron Doerr. This podcast documents the life of a song, everything from what inspired the original idea to how it came together in the studio. With the help from isolated instrument and vocal tracks, called multi-track session files, supplied by the artists, I record them reflecting back on their creative process with it and arrange it all here to present a documentary-style show-and-tell. It's a behind-the-scenes tour of their song, instrument by instrument, lyric by lyric, beat by beat. I mean, outside of the fact that Michael McDonald was recording one of my songs. Brian Owens sings soulful, Motown-inspired R&B songs with his band The Deacons of Soul, and his community outreach centers around giving underserved youth the opportunity to experience music making. His latest album shares co-writing credits with some of them, but for this song we're going back to 2017, when it was Brian Owens that did the learning. From none other than Doobie Brother, substitute vocalist turned full-time lead singer for that band, Michael McDonald. The two revisited a song that Brian Owens and the Deacons of Soul first recorded some years back on what Brian calls his demo album. The song, For You, got the proper treatment on the 2017 album Soul of Ferguson. They both grew up singing gospel music in church in Ferguson, Missouri. And they both went on from there to reflect messages of their faith in their careers as singers and songwriters. For this episode, Brian shared nine multi-track session files, and we'll start by hearing him shower Michael McDonald's vocal performance with some much-deserved praise for inspiring Brian to step it up. So here's Brian talking about the singing that changed it all for him. Hey everybody, this is Brian Owen Soul. You listen to songs out loud, and everything I promise you that you are about to hear is just for you. I remember I was sitting on my couch the day that he sent me a video of him in the studio recording it. And I was just like, you, I was like, no way. I mean, it, was, it took it to a whole different place. Matter of fact, I re-sang my vocals after he sang. After hearing his, I was like, nah, man. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta step it up. This is Michael McDonald's verse. You're the light to my fire, water to my I think there was a different level of energy that I that I had to find in my voice. You're my joy in the morning, life in my days. See, my heart wouldn't beat it all if you went flowing through my veins for you. It wasn't that the way that I sung it before was right or wrong or good or bad. It just didn't match how he sang. Give up everything. Um, and again, like his voice, there's so much information in just the the age of his voice. And, I mean, the other thing that I loved about this record for his voice too is is that you know even even in it being you know an older Michael McDonald because of where the key is and because of how he sang it, it still sounds, it has some youthfulness to it. Like there's, there's a, there's a brightness within the, in the grit, an energy in the grit that I think really helps elevate the lyric. 
but just how he killed it. I mean, like, he made it his own. For me, I have, I, I have to fight hearing something that is successful for somebody else and being like, yo, I should do something like that. And just sitting down and going, okay, what, what should I be finding today? What should I be finding in, the, in a song or in a record? Uh, and I think that for me, that's the biggest thing right now. I, I work best when I'm playing off of somebody else um to to kind of evolve a, a song and i like that as a part of the process the biggest thing for me is not comparing my one of my favorite parts of the song is on the end of it when we're singing together Like, I love that stuff, man. Us going back and forth. It's like the the mature, informed voice with the younger kind of flying over the top voice. It's almost like he was David Ruffin and I was Eddie Kendricks. That's Eddie Kendricks and David Ruffin the lead vocalists for Motown recording band The Temptations. The two's singing styles played off of each other's strengths, with Eddie Kendricks bringing a youthful abandon to David Ruffin's power and depth. Because I can't match his, you know, sheer power. You know, so I'm doing all like the high stuff and falsetto stuff. I mean, that's straight church, dude. That's straight. That's this. This is taking me back. This is takes me back. The song is about God, so um, it's in, in a lot of ways. Since it's, it's, a, it's really a gospel song, the light to my fire, water to my rain. Without your gentle touch, I would lose my way. Joy in my morning, life in my days. My heart wouldn't beat at all, pure and flowing in my veins. You're the light to my fire, water to my rain. Without your gentle touch, I wouldn't lose my way. You're my joy. And it came easy, but that, but then I realized I didn't necessarily realize what it was until after I wrote it. I wouldn't attribute this to, for me, just for me. Like I wouldn't give any human being that much kind of credit for who I am. Yeah, it was just it was just interesting writing it and going, oh yeah, this isn't about my wife. <laughs> I 
And I was like, yo, I'm talking about God. Which is interesting because when I first gave it to Mike, and I was like, let's do, like, I want to do this song. And he was like, well, man, this is great, but it's like, how are we going to do this duet? Because he was looking at the lyric, and I was like, well, it's about God. And he was like, oh, okay. I see that, okay. Which is another cool thing. I'm like, you know, just, you know, just that pedigree. Yeah, y'all gonna be there? And James Ingram? The song Yamo Be There is a song by Michael McDonald and James Ingram from 1983. It's a playful little title that abbreviates the Hebrew word Yahweh for God in a promise that God will be there. The song won the duo a Grammy in 1985, one of five over McDonald's career. Okay, now back to Brian's song. For You had a previous incarnation on an unreleased but very streamable and good album, Preach. We're going to do a little back and forth between versions here. Um, this song in particular was actually written for another album that I did called Preach that I never released in the States. Here it is. You're the light to my fire, the water to my rain. So the first recording of this, uh, the tempo slower. Um, it was just me, and I think the the key may have been different. So the, 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 there wasn't a there wasn't a drive in the way that there's a drive um, in this one. It dragged a little, like it didn't have that energy. The song is about 10 BPM slower, a small but noticeable difference, and same key actually. F major for those horns, but there's something very proper about that original take. And now the new one. Back to the original. Another thing too is it's like the, the the first version of it didn't reflect what it was live. You know what I'm saying? And now the new one. Because live, you know, we drove it. I mean that the 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 Motown sound was really that the the underlying rhythm, the like the drums and the aux percussion. Like so many of their of their records, you know, have that as a driving force in it, and the and the guitar, you know, the way that we EQ the guitar so that it was kind of bright. Um, like I wanted to be sure that the guitar really cut. Like that's the word that I use. If you've ever adjusted the bass or treble on your TV or car speakers, you are EQing something. There's fancy equalizers, of course, but that's kind of what he's saying. He basically cut out all the bass from the guitar to get the sound super crisp. I wanted to cut. I wanted to be very pointed. 
um, so as not to drag, but be to like to like really be out front. And the the pattern that he's playing that that and so that the accents those accents really really kind of pop um and that was just kind of like the driving the driving force you know of the of the underlying rhythm bed that we could sing over yeah this record was definitely it was the deacons of soul so sean robinson rob woody and alvin quinn just that trio it's killing like it, it's absolutely killing Adam Mann has played piano on this. So, like, that drive and that... It's a mixture of, like, what Sean's doing on guitar and what Adam is doing on piano that gives it that... It's a drive, but it kind of has a little swag in it. Where it's giving those, like, really cool accents. And then trombone is um, Adam Chandler. Jason Swagger played sax, Brady Lewis and Adam Huckey on trumpet. And then I totally forgot, Adam Huckey played French horn. Yeah, so on the end of the tune, that so, so, in the halftime section, you hear, you'll hear, dun, dun, dun. Woo, woo. it's a real, it's a French horn, and that's Adam Huckey. And then when you got the you know the, the the female the gospel style female background vocals, you know. Give up everything. Give up everything for you. It was me, Anita Jackson, and Trinicia Combs. Give up everything for and then I had Shrimp Bratton on congas, and then I actually played off percussion on this. I think like the tambourine any other stuff and then the strings that were arranged by Adam Mance there's only two violinists on the record Heidi Harris and Kyle Lombard all of that just like and that's that Motown like all of that is that Motown man yeah the sound of Ferguson, I think the the place where I can hear it most closely is in the music of Michael McDonald. And I think it and I think it's not just the sound of Ferguson, but the sound of St. Louis. From there, I mean you get Donnie Hathaway, you get Chuck Berry, you get, you know, Ike and Tina, Oliver Saint, like you get all of these different things. Um, that equal what I believe is an equal mix of blues, traditional gospel, jazz, um, and you know, inevitably that, that give and that gives you this this vibe of, of soul. It is it's a genre for some, for many, but for me, it's also a, a methodology and a philosophy of how you how you present a narrative. 
So, so to me, when I listen to Luciano Pavarotti singing Nessun Dorma, to me, that's soul. Because of, because of where it's coming from and where it goes. Like, it, it, it reaches into a transcendent place in you that can't be explained otherwise. It's metaphysical, right? To me, that's soul music. And, and I think one of the reasons why a lot of, you know, music that is indigenous to people of color has that is because our music doesn't come from entertainment even though for some it's entertaining our music came from celebration it came from you know um, grief and mourning it came from birth and death like it like our music had function to it beyond just oh it sounds good it makes me move Right. So, so when it so so when, when music that we consider soul music comes to the masses, you know, people dance to it. Right. Um. But you know, for a lot of people, it was you know, it's also a sense of healing, and that and a lot of that just comes straight out of the church. And church music comes out of the fields. And the experience of the field comes from the boats. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's just, it just carried through. And now let's hear the complete recording of For You by Brian Owens featuring Michael McDonald.
Artists you hear on Songs Out Loud agree. Your digital music and merchandise purchases from their websites or places like Bandcamp are among the most direct ways you can support them. Thank you, Brian Owens, for sharing some really cool reflections about the origins and tributes to the nourishing and energizing genre we call soul. We actually persevered through some technical difficulties on my end, so I can't wait to do it again the right way when the new album comes out. Songs Out Loud is produced, engineered, and mixed by me, Aaron Dorr. But I got the idea to do this from my favorite music podcast, Song Exploder, over at Radiotopia through PRX, hosted by Rishikesh Hirwe. And you should definitely be subscribed there, too. Till next time. The way that we EQ the guitar hmm. so that it was kind of bright. Um, what guitar was it? Really, and this really, is really uh, precise. Do you know what he plays? What is, I don't. What is Sean playing on this record? He was playing. He was playing. It's okay. not fair of a question because you're not an instrumentalist. I know, but it was a it was a white guitar, and I can't. <laughs> <laughs>